Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by PrestoDoctor.com. Got what? Dot com. PrestoDoctor.com. It's the number one place for you to go and get your medical marijuana card in California. Boom. So if you live in California, go to PrestoDoctor.com and get your shit. It's safe. It's uh, confidential. It's uh, easy. And it's also, it's not free. I was going to say it was free. But you can save $4.20 if you use the code NHP at PrestoDoctor.com. NHP. What's the code? NHP. So, go there. And uh, you. what it is is you do a video chat with a doctor. And they give you your medical marijuana recommendation that same day. As well as a digital. What is this? This guy's singing about his girl's pussy? Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, Presto Doctor. I love the thoughts it serves, but I don't mind because it hurts. My girl's pussy. Often it goes out at night, returns at break of dawn. No matter what the weather's like, it's always nice and warm. It's never dirty, always clean, in giving thrills, never mean. But it's the best I've ever seen, is my girl's pussy. Wow. Yeah. Meow. All right. So go to PrestoDoctor.com today and get your wreck. If you don't have one, if yours is about to expire, go there because it's only $69 minus the $4.20 when you use the code NHP. It's um, on the internet. The best fucking thing ever made. Yeah. You just fucking video chat with a doctor on the internet, on your phone or on your computer. It's crazy simple and anybody could do it. A monkey could do it. Grumpy cat. I already got one. Yeah. He's got one. There's a video of him getting it on YouTube. If you want to learn how to get yourself one, just go and search it. Yeah. Um, also, we are up for podcast trending, whatever the fuck that is. And we need you to go and cast your vote every single day. All right. Uh, you can vote once a day until the 28th. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Go and find it or just go to our Instagram or our Facebook or our Twitter or something. You'll find it on there. And um, give us your votes so that we can win and feel proud of ourselves and go and tell our grandparents that we won. And leave a comment so we know it's real. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, also, also we, uh, we need your help, listeners, on iTunes. If you're listening to the podcast on anywhere besides iTunes, thank you. We love you. But uh, if you could just take the time to go to iTunes on anybody's computer, really, or iPhone, and subscribe to the podcast. You don't even have to download any episodes on there. Just subscribe to it and give us a rating and a review. And, um, you know, type in nice things about old-timey singers and actors. So I want to hear things about Humphrey Bogart. I want to hear nice words about Charlton Heston, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, all of this stuff. All right. So anything you could dig up, write it in the in the reviews of our podcast, and say that say that we taught you that, so that we can be the most informative podcast on Forbes 2016. Go vote for that too. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You ready to do yeah. this? <laughs> you fucking said you were gonna meow the whole time, and you meowed once. <laughs> what if we did? What if we did a whole episode? Where we just never stopped the the ads. I mean, the, I ad, the ads are kind of over. But if we, we could just do it. if we just kind of kept going on, 
And you know, we got plenty of ads to run. Yeah, we're also brought to you by NaturalHabitatPodcast.com. Yeah, go there. Been there. Yeah, don't go there on your phone or your computer. Drive there. Yeah. Drive to NaturalHabitatPodcast.com. Open it's the door. Party. It's unlocked. The code is NHP Smoke Sesh. If it's come locked, come in. Come in. Come inside. Smoke with us. Yeah, you know, just come and hang drink out. Drink Kool Aid. Uh. I wouldn't drink Joey's Kool-Aid. Oh. He says that you can have some, but then when you drink some, he gets a little upset. It's not poison or anything. It's just his Kool-Aid that he brings from home. Yeah. yeah. It's like my apple juice. Don't touch it. That's right. Um, so do you want to have a little NHP smoke sesh before we start this? No. Are you sure? I think no. you do. <laughs> Here. I got, I got a great song for it. What you got? Here it is. That's a fucking ad. <laughs> I got a YouTube. I got a YouTube ad. I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs, I'll make a dead man come out. Baby, won't you shave them dry? This is from 1935. Won't you grind me, baby? Grind me until I cry. Say, I fucked all night, and all them nights is old, baby. And I feel just like I want to fuck some more. Great God, Daddy, grind me, honey, shave me dry. And then you hear me holler, baby, I want you to change dry. I got nipples on my titty, big in my thumb. Daddy, say that cow me won't and can make them come. Oh. That was now I, uh, now I know why Charlie Chapman never smiled. <laughs> that was that was Lucille Bogan. And she is that was from 1935. She's an American blues singer among the first to ever be recorded. And that was what she fucking made when she got on the microphone. She hey. that that was the original Lil' Kim. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. That was, that was the sound. Miley's Grandma Cyrus. I feel like Lil' Kim might have even remixed that song. You know what I mean? I got nipples on my titties. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Said every stripper ever. <laughs> I got nipples on my titties. Believe me. Really? They're, they're under these. You know it would be more interesting if you didn't. Whoa. Can you imagine that? If a stripper came out and she was all Marilyn Nippleless Manson. Nippleless titty? A she Marilyn just came out and she just titty? had, yeah, nippleless titties. Yeah. That would be crazy, right? That would be scary. It'd be like living in an alternate universe. Would she or would she not have, what's like a delicate way to say this? A gash. Would she have a gash or would it just be smooth like Marilyn Manson as well? What if it was sideways the other way? Whoa. Would it kind of go down her legs a little bit? Like a frown? Just like the lips, not the whole. I guess there's really all, only one way to find out, and that's to draw it. So I'm yeah, gonna draw it. Yeah, I guess it. like that's every sci-fi creator's go-to, right? I'm gonna draw it right now. Yeah. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, let's figure all right, it out. So we got some legs. 
Got some legs. They're open, like this, yeah. and up like a, like like a, like a like a pregnancy stirrup kind of thing. Then we got the sideways vagina. Yeah, it's gonna be going down her legs, man. It would look like Stitch's face. Yeah, that's exactly what I drew. I drew a picture of Stitch's. Nice. See? I, knew it. I don't know how the fuck you knew that. I knew it. Uh, all right. I feel like we're getting off the rails here. Let's get into this. The Natural Habitat Podcast. The Natural Habitat Podcast. Sound speeds. Who? What's up, YouTube? YouTube. How the fuck you doing out there? This is the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Buya. My name is Couch. Again. Couch again. <laughs> Doubling up on the on the weird names. Yeah. All right, man. Well, whatever. It's your choice. I I told you that uh you know you you had total creative control of your name, so you can. You can stop changing it if you like. It's your call. No. No, just just two weeks in a row or two days in a row you're gonna be couch. Yeah. Couch or is no, it? Yeah. Just, Last is time it was an orange couch. That's right. I was gonna ask you if you were an orange couch or just a regular couch. No, today I'm a casting couch. Cast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, that could mean a lot of things. It's yeah. just been programmed into our heads to mean a certain thing. What? Uh, that you're trying out for a job at an amusement park, right? Or some gr other great role. Yeah, or another great role. <laughs> so if if you out there have a casting couch opportunity, say you found it on Craigslist or take some it. sort of local job search, take it. Because, you know. Jump on it. You only get one life. Yogo. <laughs> so uh, today we are here for a very... Uh, a very special occasion. You would think that it was Sunday. Oh. But it's not. But even though today it is, is not Sunday, today is Tuesday. But we are going to be focusing on marijuana and pretty much cannabis in general because we are in a brand new time. It's 2016, if you guys don't know. It's been 2016 for about four months now. Uh, yeah. at the time that we're recording this, but you could be listening to this in 2018. And in that case, it's 2018, guys. Like, we're What's in the, the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it, the, the times of marijuana and marijuana consumption have really changed. You know what I mean? And uh, the time is upon us. It's almost 420, so what better time to celebrate than the whole month of April? Right? I agree. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it's safe to announce right now that we're going to have a special 420 blowout episode that's going to be dropping on 420. So Ooh. I'm not sure what day that is. I think it's a Wednesday. So it's going to be a special extra zone. <laughs> and we're all going to smoke together. It's going to be one big giant NHP smoke sesh. Now, we had not personally agreed to that before this, but I just threw it out. And now it's a real thing, so we're we're obligated to do it. That's how life works, you know. You just you just say things, and then they become real. Yeah. You know? 
That's right. I think, uh, I, I think that's really, you know, if you want something, you have to constantly say that you want it and you have to constantly ask people for it for free. So Yeah, you got to will it, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's a will, there's a Jaden. Or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how the old saying goes. But yeah. um, so, you know, uh, what, what are some of the ways that you remember uh, smoking weed as a child that you would not do to this day? Like, for example, the aluminum can. Shit. I think everything was a target, really. You know, like, there's so many, there's so many types of metal and so many types of things that we smoked out of. You know what I mean? It's probably not the smartest now that you look back and think about it. I think, like, we've come become less uh, likely to explore and things like that nowadays because we know, like, the... <laughs> yeah. The effects health of it. effects and yeah everything but you know uh, as like a young stoner as a young kid we were just very creative in general mm-hmm. you know and the fact that we were stoners and kids at the same time was like double creative you know it's like stoner macgyver everything i remember making bongs and pipes and fucking whatever out of out of everything imaginable you know there was really no limit yeah and gravity bongs were a huge thing all the time yeah which uh which really you know doesn't really make a lot of sense nowadays it seems like i can get a fat rip out of my bong just as fat save a little bit of weed and not have to spend as much time cutting things open and finding a body of water yeah you know, <laughs> you know what i think it is though to me it's like it's like shocking your system like you would do if you're going to work out you know like they say if you're working out to do different works out workouts or whatever to like confuse your muscle memory so you like continue to grow or whatever you yeah. know well i look at smoking different ways the exact same thing you know what i mean it does the exact same thing like you smoke a joint, you get a different high. You smoke a bong load, you get a different high. You smoke a dab, you get a different high. You smoke a fucking pipe load, you get a different high. You smoke whatever, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. eat it, you get a different high. You fucking yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Everything is so different. So it's like every time you do something, every time you smoke out of some different type of device, you're taking some different abnormal type of hit mm-hmm. that you're not taking all the time. And it helps and it keep expand your, your lungs down. in a different way and like... You know what I mean? It just does something different to you. So it does allow you to have like a, a different type of fire, whatever. So like, you know, using the fucking um, gravity bongs that are still a valid use. It doesn't seem like it much because we're lazy or now, I guess. But, you know, like if we're in a pool, if we had a pool every day, you know what I mean? I'd be doing gravity hits off the pool for sure. You know, like yeah. if I... Or do the if, old... If it, it's like circumstantial, you know, like whatever your surroundings are, I guess. You just got to use what's there, natural or whatever. Yeah, and there was uh, there was actually two types of gravity bongs. There was the kind where you would just need like a bucket of water or you would lean over the pool or whatever and you would kind of, you know, pull it up, let the vacuum hit the bowl for you and then you push it down as you hit it. Or there was the one with the five-gallon fucking... Or like the the huge uh, arrowhead fucking jug. Yeah. And you would cut the bottom off, do a giant gravity bong with that in a pool, and then you would get in the pool and fucking put your head inside of it and just breathe in there for a while. And Like a gas mask or something. Yeah. I never liked those. 
And Honestly, no, I never liked gas masks. I don't know why. I just didn't. I don't think they ever fucking did much for me. You know what I mean? It, I didn't get any higher by trying to smoke it that way. I think it had it had a big thing to do with with the smoke being in your eyes, and yeah. it would it would dry out your eyes. It would make your eyes extra red, and in turn, you would feel like you were more high. You know what I mean? Maybe. But I actually have a funny story. There was one time when I was. Uh, when I was a kid, I was maybe like 16, living at my aunt and uncle's house, and my cousin Matt, he's uh, quadriplegic and in a wheelchair and shit, so we have all these different devices that we would use to like smoke with him. And like we took a, a Hershey's chocolate fucking uh, like syrup thing, washed it out, put a joint inside of the lid, yeah. Lit it, closed it up, and then just kind of pumped it into his mouth. And uh, we had all these vacuums and all this different shit. And we had a gas mask that we would put on him and just blow hits. <laughs> and he liked all of it? <laughs> yeah, he's all about it. And he just gets super high and drinks Corona all day long. Still to this day, yeah. he just fucking oh, yeah. gets hella lit. And uh, it's because the medicine that he takes, because he has spasms, and the medicine that he takes makes it to where he can't eat and makes him nauseous. And it also keeps him up. It gives him like crazy energy so he can't sleep. And uh, the weed does the exact same thing that the pills do without all the side effects. It makes it so he doesn't spaz out. He can type on his keyboard. And that's how he makes his money because he like designs websites and shit. So it's like, a, it's like a natural cure for him. So he's all about it. And one day I had his gas mask on. And everybody was blowing hits into my face. And I was getting all lit. And then uh, probation knocks on the door. I was on probation at the time. I was actually on drug court, which is like extreme probation. And uh, it, it wasn't my regular PO. It was another guy. And I go up to the front and answer the door. And I had a ring of resin around my mouth from where the gas mask like seals onto my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did a, I did a piss test and everything with resin on my face and I was dirty for weed and he said that he was going to take it to the lab and see if my levels were going down and I was like yeah man I totally haven't been smoking and the gas mask <laughs> like I said the smoke was in my eyes so my eyes were so red <laughs> and I, I fucking I stayed home ate breakfast that day it was a good day so yeah, gas mask. That's such a, such a stoner move, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Did you have your card? No, huh? No, not at all. Man, I I had my card when I was on probation. And yeah. I fucking answer the door with the bong in my hand and shit. Hell yeah. Smoking whatever. It was legit. Yeah. See, I was still a minor when this happened, so yeah. you know, I don't think they give you your card when you're a minor on probation for drug offenses. Exhale the negative energy. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's bring in an NHP smoke sesh. How you feel about that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it, okay. and then and then we'll talk about some of these new amazing ways of ingesting marijuana. Yeah, let's do too. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the one I'm about to do right now. Oh, you about to take a dab? Fuck yeah! Shit! All right, I'm gonna take a dab with you. Let me get this ready. Hold on, let me get it ready. You know, there was another thing we've uh, I've talked about this before. And I still want to find some. So if anybody out there uh, wants to do some research for me and find some amazing old school, like 70s stoner cartoons, like the one that Jennifer Lopez was watching in the cell, like 
there was adult cartoons that they would make. John Chimpo? Yeah, like that. It's the same kind of thing. Same weird fucking uh, Afghanimation. And everything's a little weird. Shit. I got a new fucking thing for my torch, and now it's not working. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to play this music. Everybody out there, flick your bicks, snap your pics, hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh. We'll all smoke together. And, uh, and you know, just spread the positivity. I was getting negative about probation, but I'm not on probation anymore. And if you are, I'm sorry. Hard work good, and hard work fine, but first take care of head. The only news about this motherfucking holy water shit that I'm smoking right now. You singing just like this. <coughs> I know, man. Bradley never got to take a dab. No. That sucks. I just did one for him, though. That's some straight up holy water. And that, that one's for Brad. Co-signing on holy, holy water all day. You got that holy water? Co-sign, co-sign, co-sign. Who made it? Do you know who uh, the company that made it? I don't know, but whoever did is a genius. I got this uh, this citrus sap from Killer Gorilla Extracts. Yeah, man. And uh, they had this weed, the citrus sap flower, that's from DNA Genetics from out of L.A. And huh. they make all this super proper weed, and the citrus sap is way dank. And my homies at Killer Gorilla Extracts just blew it into some fucking fire ass shatter. Super fire. Yeah, so that's a great story for you guys. Um, yeah. yeah, man, it's it's crazy the way that dabs have taken over the cannabis community, and people. Uh, there's a lot of people that think that it's crude to light weed on fire and inhale all the carcinogens, but. Uh, I still, hashtag, I still smoke flowers, but there's a lot of people yeah. that don't, you know what I mean? I know a lot of people that just don't smoke weed anymore. No, it's not even like that for me whatsoever. I, f I still love all the weeds. Yeah. I still love all the dabs. I still love all the hashes. Like you were I saying. I still love all the edibles. I still love, I love it all because it's all unique and different to itself and, and it's all a good thing. I think like, I think like the natural progression was gonna lead to dab in in eventually no matter what you yeah. know what i'm saying if there's it's a like, way to extract you look it at, we're gonna extract it yeah if you look at the burning bush all the way up until now you see like holy shit there's a fucking crazy difference even from the 70s until now the percentage in weed is fucking dramatically changed mm -hmm. and it's because it's a natural progression you know like weed doesn't weed wasn't meant to stay at a fucking low level forever you know what i mean like they're supposed to be different it's just like uh, any other type of thing there's different different potencies and everything it's like why do you need a fucking 90 proof alcohol right you know what i mean why why do you need anything because you fucking want it because it's like different it's a it's a it's 
everybody has different tolerance levels for different things and that yeah like somebody who's never smoked weed probably couldn't handle a 30 percent thc but whatever mm. and i, I think mean, that like but who, if somebody puts them on to that their first time that's their problem for fucking doing that to them because they shouldn't fucking give them so much you know what i mean it's like people who give somebody a giant dab for the first time trying to fuck them up you know that's just like it's disrespectful it's like you shouldn't be fucking yeah setting people up for failure in the first place you know i agree it's like if someone was like hey do you want a beer and then they give you just a giant glass of everclear and you know you're just supposed to drink it to your dome and have a good time with everybody else there's levels to the shit and i i think that i think that the reason why it's been progressing so fast is because of you know the the criminalization of it and like the stigma that was on it because weed has been a part of you know of human culture forever ever since you know the dawn of man people have been smoking weed and along with everything else everything progresses you know like buildings progress society progresses uh science medicine all of these things progress and weed kind of got put on hold for you know a good chunk of time to where it couldn't progress and now that people are allowed to you know dabble with it and actual professionals and scientists that don't smoke weed are you know studying it and doing shit then we're getting all this crazy shit that's happening and i think that you know that's a that's the missing link in you know in like why people are so like disconnected from other people everybody's like competitive everyone's jealous and envious and i think it's because everyone's supposed to be high we're all supposed to be high <laughs> and if everybody was high it would be a lot easier to go about life with everybody else you know what i mean yeah it's funny and uh i mean I, like it's not for everybody but no no just like one of those things yeah they, right you know because there's a there's a significant amount of people that think that they shouldn't do it for whatever reason and then when they do actually go and do it they're like wow this is amazing i can't believe that this is what right. i was afraid of <laughs> you wake up the next day and you're fine you know what i mean so here here's the scenario if we were to travel in our time machine back to the early 90s and get a hold of our early selves what would we do first you know like what what would you show young mikey in his like beginning stoner stages you know what i mean like what what would you show yourself now would um, you go straight to dabs or like yeah what would I, would I be able to bring things with me into the into the past yeah for sure okay then i would uh you know i i don't want to just say dabs you know what I mean? Because that will that will naturally happen. And I feel like I was high enough throughout my life without dabs. You know? It's not like I'm at some new level of high that I've never been. I've been pretty fucking high before. So I'm going to say that what I would bring back is raw papers. I would give myself a bunch of natural raw papers and I would be like, this is the shit. Stop rolling with a bunch of nasty shit. Because I remember I would roll with like... <laughs> like juicy jays <laughs> i remember we used to smoke blunts uh, we used to smoke dollar bill blunts when we didn't funny. have any papers uh you know bible papers all the time and shit and a lot of stuff that was bleached and you know raw papers you could taste the weed a lot better and i think that that is one of the like one of the top 10 
changes in weed consumption is just natural rolling papers. It seems basic, but to me, it means a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you What do you think? What would you bring back? I don't know. I don't know if I would even bring anything back necessarily. Oh, I think man. I would just like put put myself on game. I think I would just be like, just yo, knowledge. I'd just be like, yeah, check it out. This is what's gonna happen, and just be ready for that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, if if we would have known things were coming early, we could have better been prepared for them. And been able to capitalize on them. Like now, you know, like how <clears throat> the weed is going to be up for recreational on the ballot. And um, I think, like, if you were going to be in the cannabis business, now would be the best time yeah. to get in one if it, if it becomes legal. Because, you know, if you start from the beginning, you have the better chances of, of lasting. Yeah, and, and it's getting um, late in the game. A lot of people are in it right now. Yeah, and I, you know, and some of us feel like maybe we missed out on opportunities already. So mm -hmm. it's like if we could have, uh, if all of our younger selves would have known what to do and been more knowledgeable about all this shit too, you know, we could have made shit legal a lot sooner too. You know, so it's just like just little bits of awareness. Yeah on a global spectrum opposed to like, you know, our own backyard or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about, um, the, there's, there's new ways of absorbing weed that aren't smoking it, aren't dabbing it and aren't even edibles. We'll get into edibles in a second, but, uh, now you have all of these, you have gum, you have like tinctures, you have shit that you put under your tongue. You have ointments that you fucking rub on your elbow. And CBD pills that aren't supposed to get you high but do. And, uh, like, all of these different, like, crazy-ass ways for Foods, people to get their medicine, you know? Yeah. Everything. And edibles everything. are crazy because I remember, I remember back in the day watching my aunt and, you know, multiple people make edibles. They would just grind up some weed and fucking like mix it with butter and press it down and mash it and then put it all in like a brownie mix and you would have chunks of weed and stems in your edibles as you ate them and you know that was kind of the thing back in the day in like the 90s when you would get an edible there was weed in it like it was an edible because there was just weed in it and now you have all of these like it's filled with extracts usually they'll get like hash or extract, you know, the THC out of it and mix that in there. And the weed butter is like crazy, a whole new thing. So now you have gummies and all this crazy ass shit. It's like a whole nother world, man. I remember when there just used to be brownies. And yeah. That, and that was it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, there wasn't, I mean, like, butter was always like the thing, I guess. That yeah. was like the, always the main thing. And people would make whatever with butter, cookies, brownies, fucking whatever. But there wasn't a lot of, like, candy like there is. There wasn't a lot of any of that shit for sure. And I think it's it's dope. It's like an artisan thing, you know? It's like um, people are using, like, their individual skill sets and talents to create all these cool things, like all these different types of foods, all these different types of fucking candies, all these different, 
you know, it's just like anything else, and it's just mixed with weed, and it's making it fucking interesting and fun for everybody. I think it's, if they keep it in low doses, you know what I mean? So it's, like, more about, like, infusing it and, like, not getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. Then um, it has a better chance of, like, being socially acceptable. You know, yeah. Some of some of them like will have like some gummy bears will be like super fucking potent or like you know what I mean. Some of them will be super high milligrams and like fuck it up for other ones that are not. And I don't know. It, like it's a crazy. It's a crazy game. It's crazy to see like what's happening with all the states that are legal and like how they regulated it. And like it's crazy to see like what's gonna happen with ours. And yeah, I don't know. I'm super interested, and I hope that they don't fuck it up because. They could potentially ruin a huge market. Yeah. And the edible thing is weird how you were saying because uh with the doses, like they make they make those stars of death that are like three hundred milligrams in one star. And yeah. then, and then they make micro doses with gummy bears that are like two and a half milligrams. And there's people like, you know, Joey Diaz, he's a big guy, but he'll take like six hundred milligrams easy. Like nothing. Yeah, I watched them do it. Yeah, and it's like I'll like I've done a thousand milligrams, and I was very very high and very sleepy, but I was fine. You know what I mean? I ate a fucking tri tip sandwich. Everything was gravy. You know, like, and then there's people that you know, like fucking uh, like Joe Rogan. He eats twenty milligrams, and that's a lot for him. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise he'll freak out. Yeah, or like people I know, they could eat five milligrams and be fucked up. Yeah, and like uh, Reggie Watts, he fucking, uh, I was listening to an interview with him, and he was talking about how he takes the two and a half milligram gummy bears when he's at home, and he'll just eat one. He'll eat two and a half milligrams, and it's just enough to fill that hole, that, that cannabinoid receptor, and he was like, it just clogs that hole, and that's all it does. You don't feel high, it just... Puts in that little missing puzzle piece, and he says that it helps him with creativity, and For sure. you know helps him be more productive and shit. And he just feels like his brain's running better when he has that little tiny bit, and he thinks that microdosing is the key. So everybody has their different thing. Everybody has a best way to get high and get it in them. You know, got to get it in. Yeah, and I think that there's no other way to find out without doing it. Yeah. Also, you know, you just got to see what's best for you. Nobody else knows. So you just got to do it. You yeah. just got to try it. See what you like. Don't overdo it. Don't be dumb. And there's, there's Don't this, listen to uh, dumb people. <laughs> right? There's this stigma on, you know, stoners that happened, you know, uh, recently or I guess in the past, you know, however, like 50 years. Because it used to be stoners are crazy and they would rape you. Like reefer madness time. Stoners right. were like, ah, ah, all in the fucking closet with crazy hair. And then it got to where stoners were just lazy. Like in the hippie movement, stoners were lazy and unproductive. And, you know, we've said this before. If you're lazy, you're lazy. And if you don't smoke weed, you're still going to be lazy. That's like a personal trait of yours that you need to work on. It doesn't have anything to do with the weed. It's usually just an excuse. And... You know, there's uh, there's great people in history, like William Shakespeare, when they fucking uh, dug up his shit at his uh, his home in Stratford-upon-Avon. I really know where he lives, too. And I didn't, like, 
like I have this fact in front of me, but I knew that for some reason because I know a lot of weird facts about Shakespeare. But when they found his pipes, it had a bunch of like weed residue in it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Queen Victoria is another one. Joan of Arc, all kinds of Egyptian pharaohs smoked weed. George Everybody fucking Washington weed. grew weed and smoked weed. And like yeah, I said, it's that, it's that missing piece. And I missing heard this, piece uh, was our fucking grandparents <coughs> and everybody lying to us saying they never did it because you know they did. Yeah, they did. Everybody did. Everybody did. Everybody's been smoking forever. Yeah, everybody no still secret. does. And uh, people need to smoke. It, yeah, it reminds me of, I heard this theory recently from that guy, uh, Terrence McKenna, who has the theory about how apes came out of the woods and started eating <laughs> mushrooms off of shit. And that's how apes turn into people. Have you heard that theory? No, but that sounds like some crazy shit he yeah, would say. <laughs> it's called the stoned ape theory. And he thinks that that's why, you know, uh, monkeys' brains doubled in size, like, over this span of years. And he thinks that that's what turned them into humans, and it made them think about shit when they took the mushrooms. Well, he has this theory that, you know, early people would eat mushrooms off of shit because there was free-roaming, like, bison that they would hunt. And back then we were foragers and we would eat everything that we found. So we would find these mushrooms and eat them. And he thinks that that was what religion is based off of. All of these things that people see. And when they talk to God, everybody was high on mushrooms. And he equates when people go to church today, he says that that's like people sitting around a campfire where the wood isn't lit. And everybody's like, wow, this fire is so amazing. You feel how warm it is, but they're not on, they're not tripping, so they're not going to really feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's yeah. a, if, if we would all, if we would all fill that missing link with weed, all the people that aren't smoking weed for whatever reason, I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But if you just think it's not for you, it might be for you then I think that we would have that community and that joy and that togetherness that everybody wants but nobody has. That's what yeah, I'm getting I at. I think if it was just socially acceptable as alcohol, yeah, then there would be no issue. I think if it was all legal, this- it would be socially acceptable because it would be legal. You know what I mean? It's like there, there's only stigma because of the legalities of it i think 100 percent. if it i feel like everybody feels like it should be legal yeah even it, even if they don't do it because why not and it doesn't you make know? it doesn't make sense how in one state you can drive around with it in your car and in another state you can go to prison you know what i mean they take your yeah. family away it's crazy yeah shit needs to change and it is that's why changing. we are making this petition <laughs> That's kind of, another one yeah <laughs> it's all we do now we just make petitions another one another one so um yeah man fucking oh man oh snap my page oh, my page snap. died uh another thing that that got huge before dabs came into the picture it was a big thing was vaporizers yeah. i remember i remember <clears throat> when i was a kid I was maybe like 17 and my homie had a vaporizer and it was like the dopest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when was the first time uh the first time you you hit that old vape? Probably in high school. Yeah, right? 
it was yeah. starting to blow up around then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the technology was finally starting to come around, but I don't know. I, I think um, we had it all along too because we did knife rips way before fucking homies had vaporizers and shit. And uh, yeah, I remember it's the that. same exact thing. So it's you know it's just all uh, we had it right. We just needed the better technology. Now we have it with a fucking a, an email setup. <laughs> yeah. And some fucking rosin or something, something clean, you know, that has no additives or no nothing. It's like there's nothing really but it. That's like you're smoking the very thing that makes the plant what it is. Yeah. That very essence. The very thing that we're going for. Of cannabis all in one hit without using any flame or any any other thing. It's like instantly... It's finally perfected, I think. You know what I mean? Like the the method. Yeah. And I remember I remember taking knife hits all the time when I was a kid and ruining knives and knives would always come up missing in my sure. house and it would be a big thing. But uh I, I actually took one recently. It was probably like a couple months ago. And uh I'm still fire. Yeah, I took I took a knife hit <laughs> of some dab. I like put a dab on a knife. Heat it up. For people that don't know, you youngins out there, what it would be is uh, you would just take knives, butter knives, and heat them up on the flame on the stove until they were red hot. And you get like a, like a water bottle or something, cut the bottom off of it, make like a funnel, put that in your mouth, and you just kind of mash your little bowl of weed or your dab or whatever it is in between the two hot knives, and it vaporizes it. Bada boom. It, it vaporizes it extremely hot. It's way, because nowadays people are like, people are real bitchy about their temperature of their, of their nail. You know what I mean? With, uh, with e-nails, you can set it at a certain way. If you burn it really low, then it doesn't actually ignite anything. It just heats it up till it starts uh, breaking down. You know what I mean? And there was one guy that I saw... At one of the festivals we did, I heated up his nail, and he counted to, like, 17 before he dabbed it. <laughs> and he was, like, counting in his head. And I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's it's ready to go. And he was like, no, I'm counting, counting down. I like the low heat. And it's like, okay, bro, like, I, I commend you for being, like, a, a marijuana connoisseur and knowing your shit, but there's people in line. You know what I mean? Let's get it moving. <laughs> What do you yeah. think? Are you a stickler for heat or no? No. Because there's a lot of people that are like, if it's too hot, if, you're, if your nail's red hot, then you're missing the whole point of dabbing because it's burning it instead of it uh, vaporizing it. You know what I mean? I don't know, though. What? I'm not a scientist. Does that make sense, what I just said? No. If it, if it burns, I don't know what degrees it is. This is going to be wrong, but we're going to say you know, under 400 degrees, then what it does is it vaporizes the oil and just kind of like simmers it to where it just barely breaks down. But if you do it over 400 degrees, then it'll have like a flash and it'll pop and, you know, all that shit. And it'll burn it, essentially. It burns it too hot. You want it at a certain degree. I don't know. It depends on like how much you're smoking. 
you're smoking like a fucking gram at a time. You're going to need a hot nail. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're going to need a crispity, crunchity, fucking yeah. peanut buttery. <laughs> so, uh, so what was the, the most extreme exotic edible that you've had to date that blew your mind when you had it? Um, it Maybe was all not. something homemade for sure. It was like homemade cookies or homemade brownies or something because somebody would be a genius and overdo it. See, well, maybe, uh, let me rephrase that. Not on potency, but just on, like, on quality. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of different shit. I, I'm a fucking candy nerd, so, like, I like gummy bears and shit like that. Yeah. We get, we get these uh, terabyte things. Oh, the tetrabytes? Yeah, little, whatever. Yeah. Little blueberries? Yeah, those things are super good. Um, we yeah. get those a lot, those actually. Yeah, that's Michelle's favorite favorite edible candy. Those that were good. I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Uh, okay, I think it's... Is it, is it back? Is it coming back on? Uh, what? I can hear you, but your thing's frozen. Your screen's frozen. We're having technical difficulties, everybody. Sorry about that. What? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, those tetrabytes are dank. I don't know what happened with the with the technical. I think someone tried to take over our our radio waves. Yeah, but we just got pirated. Some pirates tried to pirate our shit. They tried to come for the booty. Mm -hmm. If you guys heard any sort of broadcast or anything in there, uh, disregard that. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna say that my probably the best edible that I've had was this bacon flavored ice cream that had it was ice cream that had chunks of medicated bacon in it. Nice. And it was like. I want to say it was only like 100 milligrams, and it was like a little half pint or whatever, one of those little Ben and Jerry size things. And I macked it, and it was super bomb, and got me pretty high. So that was that was crazy when I got it. I didn't even know that you could get weed and ice cream. Yeah, we got a we had a pizza, a weed pizza. What a pizza? Um, we we had a bunch of different sodas that were all super bomb. Um, there's one I don't that's, know, like there's this one cool club out here that's just got so many different types of edibles. There's you one. Know, uh, Cantonio was buying all kinds of them. Yeah, he was getting all crazy with his fifty million thousand. Yeah. There was a, there was one drink that's like a Sprite knockoff, like a medicated Sprite. It's like a Sprunk or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh -uh. I heard someone talking about it. I heard a couple people bring it up, but sprunk? I want to try one of those. I want to try some sprunk. Hell yeah! Yeah, it sounds gross, but I'm gonna try it. How about that sprunk? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I think that you know we're fucking, we're living in a crazy time for, for weed consumption. It's it's a great day to be a stoner. There's delivery services all over the place. You can yeah, get we your, don't have to like make bongs out of shit. Yeah, you get your prop. <laughs> Prop 215 and get by real bongs. Yeah, and all these dab rigs and all this crazy shit that's going on now. You can buy good weed, good dabs. Imagine like 
these people that spent all their time and all their money getting all of this, you know, stuff to blow bongs and pipes and stuff and learned all these different tricks and effects. And then everybody switched to dabs. And now you need some crazy sophisticated dab rig that they don't know how to make. And now everybody's starting at square one. So the guy who just opened his business and the guy who's had a glass blowing business for 20 years, they're both learning at the same time how to make dab yep. rigs. You got to adapt, right? Yeah. It's crazy how shit changes. Like I was watching, uh, I was watching an episode of fuck that's delicious and they were at mothership glass and they're like a really big glass company. And he was talking about how they used to make bongs and now all they make is dab rigs. And he was like, people don't even smoke out of bongs anymore, man. Like everybody wants dab rigs. This is what everybody gets. So the times have changed. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's a statement in itself. You know, times have definitely changed. People are not uh, lame anymore when it comes to smoking. Imagine, like, not having to take a 50-50 shot on, like, what you're going to end up with right. on whatever shady character brings you whatever you're getting. <laughs> How many days, like, when you were a kid, did you have to worry about even getting a real bag of anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was going to be, like, oregano or, like, fucking grass or, like, some of the dumbass shit that kids would do. Yep. I, I don't know what else, but a bunch of weird-ass shit. Yeah, you would buy some weird shit. It was maybe... Maybe 70% of the time, you would actually get weed that was good that you could smoke. Yeah. And the rest of the time, it was just nonsense. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'd have one homie that just had the fire, but mm -hmm. other than that, it was a gamble. I, Nowadays, we live where it's good. And then I remember there was like, there was weird dudes. Like, I remember there was this guy, uh, I forget his name. I probably shouldn't say it anyway. <laughs> There was this guy that was like, uh, he was like maybe 30, 35, and I was a freshman or like a sophomore in high school. And I remember during lunch break, we would all go down to the Jack in the Box that was next to the school and fucking get lunch and fuck around and shit. And this fool would park there in his red truck and just sell grams of weed to everybody. To anybody that had money, he would sell him a gram. And this fool would, he would like hit on all the high school girls and fucking like rip people off. And like, I saw him like beat this kid up because he owed him money. And this dude was like way older than everybody else, lived with his mom and was just like a loser. But he seemed like a big like drug kingpin at the time. You know what I mean? And yeah. you don't have to deal with that shit anymore. I mean, maybe you do as a kid. Maybe kids got to deal with that shit. But I don't. As an adult, I didn't have to continue to buy weed from that guy. You know what I mean? No. And then there's always the thing where you have a weed man, and then, like, he gets mad that you don't hang out with him. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's like, hey, man, like, all you want to <laughs> do is come over and buy weed. And it's like, well, you're kind of my weed man, you know? I yeah. like you and everything, but I have a whole, like, I got a whole th thing. Of, I got stuff to do, man. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> it's like I thought we were gonna watch goofy videos on YouTube together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always the plan. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, four twenty special. Coming uh, soon. Also, um, go and vote every twenty four hours for podcast trending, and uh, oh, yeah. 
subscribe on iTunes, leave us a, a review and a rating, and, uh, and have a good day. We love you guys. Peace, bitches. The Natural Habitat Podcast.